You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. I am, I'm actually sitting here in, in disbelief, talking to my friend Robert Bell, former city planner for the city of Jinx, who should know plenty about floodplain status. He's, he's teaching EXP Realty Market Experts who get together every week to talk about it's kind of a deep dive into real estate things that a, a normal real estate agent probably doesn't know because like we're amazing and Taj Lucero is sitting here Taj is with us good morning and we're having don't say don't ever say good morning on my show <laughs> I <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is the hundred year floodplain and I'm in disbelief because Robert says it means that there's a chance of flooding every one time out of every hundred times it rains. I have never heard that. And if I did, I was a typical man. It must have been a woman saying it, and I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Holy smokes. He won't put that on We're there. Get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, you explain this. Is that for real? Yes. Yes, that, that, that's for real. And, and we're going to dive into the, the, the whole floodplain. The, the, the floodplain and the uh, definitions. And I like interaction, so I may reach out to the crowd to see if they have any questions. The floodplain in concept, as it relates to what the impact is, is I always tell a story about the water. You're standing on a street, and you're watching the water run down the curb. And if you stick a stick in there... The water comes up on the stick and then immediately goes down on the other side and continues on and there's really no effect. If you put a brick on there and the water comes down and hits the brick, it goes out into the street away from the curb and then comes back in and it continues on. That change of it pushing it out and into the street is what they're trying to avoid with development in the floodplain. That's why there's so much red tape. That's that's correct, because that can affect the adjacent landowner. Now I'm going to get a little more technical about what the floodplain is made up of. And there's two parts. There's backwater and there's floodway. The floodway, you can't do anything in. You can't do development. You can, but you have to prove that you have zero effect on the floodwaters in that regards. And in the backwater, you can do development and you can make changes, and you can have a rise with the FEMA development, but usually cities have a zero-rise policy. So how do they determine what... This what, is sounding very boring at the moment. How does it affect me? It's boring because it's technical, and, and this you've got to understand the difference between the floodway. Most people say the floodway has a velocity to it, and the rest of it is just backwater. And there's houses in the backwater today in places. that They're trying to eliminate that, and they're trying to... Is that where you have to buy flood insurance? Yes, that's correct. So, so they determine what is the floodway by squeezing the floodplain till you get a one-foot rise. And once you get that one-foot rise in the water, that's the floodway. And, and so when you look at the maps, the firm maps, the FEMA maps, the, you'll see that there's an area of cross-shading in there that's the floodway. That's how they determine what that floodway is, is because FEMA allows a one-foot rise. And that's all they allow. So when they push that to the floodway, it's like, 
taking the water and, and moving it all in and squeezing it down. And when it raises up to a one-foot level, then that's the floodway section of the floodplain. And in that area is designated the floodway. So this is really interesting as, as to like the logistics of, of how all these rules come about. Who is the final authority on floodplain? Because we've, as realtors, we'll go to NCOG, we'll go to the Corps of Engineers, we go to FEMA. Who's got the real stuff? And that changes. <laughs> but the ultimate is FEMA. Oh, the rules are, are written by FEMA, and, and they're really written associated with the flood insurance program. That's what it's all about. And that's because the federal government backs the insurance companies with the flood insurance, and so they set the rules. Now, who's in charge of those rules is the local jurisdiction, which is the cities or the county or, or whoever their floodplain administrator is designated at. That's the two parts of the floodplain. And recognize that floodways already designed with the one-foot rise, so therefore you can have zero effect with any development of the floodplain, so that's not going to happen. Uh, more than likely, it's not going to happen. There's some ways, and there's some engineering, but it's costly and... and and frowned on. But what about the rule, uh, such as in Bixby, that you can move the land, the dirt around on your property, but you can't bring more in? Like you can't bring in a brick to put in the uh, on the curb to, that's going to run water around. But you can create your own little retention ponds and stuff. And how large of a, how small of a parcel can you do that on? The idea that you can move dirt around on on property is that. You're not changing the, the character of, of the floodplain at that point. That's because most of the communities have a zero-rise development in criteria in the backwater also at that point. If you were in the floodway, that's even difficult. I mean, because any time you change in the floodway, you can have an effect upstream and downstream of that. You make a hole and you make a pond deeper at that point, and the water then in that area can go into that pond, it can actually slow down. Well, if it slows down, you'll have affected the stuff upstream. If you close it up, you speed it up, and you affect the downstream water. And that's the trouble with messing around in the floodway with development at that point. The Robert Bell, EXP Realty. Robert, thank you. Selling a house is a stressful event. Well, getting a divorce is an incredibly stressful event. Having to do both at the same time can be life-altering, literally life-altering. That's why you need a certified divorce real estate expert to handle the process of the sale of your home between you and your soon-to-be ex-spouse. Insist on using an expert who's certified in divorce real estate and able to represent both parties fairly to get you to the closing table and save your hard-earned equity. TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.